0: Greetings. It's been a while. This is uh, Road Warrior Otwell giving you some inside information on how to prepare for Grand Prix Denver and other aspects of the Colorado metagame. This may not be a popular podcast among some people because what I'm going to tell you will also allow the national people who are traveling to who, into Colorado to do better in Colorado at this Grand Prix. Now then, with that out of the say, yes, this is not going to be popular I will say that most of the test groups that are existing in Colorado are fairly, well, still fractured. They're not cross-pollinating in preparation for a Grand Prix like you would expect or if you would plan, if you want to have success at a Grand Prix, you need to have some cross-pollination across groups and organizations and testing clicks etc but that's not happening as well as some groups are just being generally lazy and doing their testing now this last week before the event and or we're worried about trying to tear off of what friday night magic resents locally with a little bit of eye towards some of the national meta game stuff that uh star city games has been promoting for deck lists um so anyways with that in mind i will point out that One thing I will not do this year, which I have done in past years, is provide an end-of-year MTG podcast awards show or prediction show for Hall of Fame. That's not going to happen. I'm not doing it. Uh, I'm not as involved in the active podcasting or uh, meta uh, efforts as I used to be Uh, back when I was actively running MTGcast. I am no longer doing that. I'm just a bystander as anyone else is nowadays watching Chewy lead the ship and uh, Tyler keep the website running. So with that all said, the recent PTQ results in Colorado, there were uh, two constructed PTQs as well as two limited PTQs. Uh, Of those, actually three limited PTQs, of those limited PTQs, I made top 16 in all three of those. In the constructed PTQ, I placed third place And my partner, who helped me test and prepare the deck, came in fourth place at that event. Uh, The constructed PTQ was roughly 138 players, give or take a 10-ish. The metagame for that event, based on Friday Night Magics, based on the Grand Prix Trials that were all leading up around Colorado into... And prior to that event, which took place roughly two weeks ago, was more and more dependent upon token decks. And I do mean like Jeskai Ascendancy, uh, the Red, Black, White, um, Horde Outburst decks, those kinds of things. To the point that those of us who did well at the Grand Prix, not the Grand Prix, the PTQ that I know of and who I was talking to ahead of time, we went and ran main deck drowns and sorrows in the asban deck, and in the uh red black white deck, we ran um a little bit more burn a heavier burn suite and made sure that we were not sideboarding out the um goblin goblin rabble rouser guys either uh having talked to it, I am one of the last remaining players who still believes in the uh the Purity uh, Prison, and I had to give up on that for this, this particular standard metagame that is just not viable. So, going to the stores, doing well, miscellaneous, uh, miscellaneous events with that event. I eventually gave up. Paul convinced me to try a different deck. I came to the conclusion that of Jeskai, of Sultai Reanimator, of uh, the Horde lane Outburst decks, and Abzan, I decided to play a more controlish version of Abzan going into that PTQ. Uh, running, running for Drowned in Sorrow's main deck, Running three utter ends main deck and running a Bruma, uh, three Bramazes in the main deck as well as part of the normal suite of you know thought casts I mean thought Seize, not thought Cast, uh thought Seize and siege, siege gang rhino etc etc etc. In the end uh, the only match that struggled with was I came across the ascendancy combo deck that tried to mill me out in one turn and did so successfully but with my cyborg I was able to stop that. Games two and three, and the only other deck that gave me any difficulty at all was a constellation combo deck, where they were using not just the green, not just the black, all uh, creature enchantment guys, but also the white enchantment that when an enchantment comes into play, you can uh, basically astral slide a non-enchantment permit of yours that you control till the end of turn. the The point being, the guy was doing it in order to um, get multiple. Uh, gaining life effects from his land and then multiple uh, gaining life effects from his siege with gang rhinos and basically ground you out by just sheer card advantage off the um, constellation green guy lets you draw cards for enchantments and the black one lets you make things smaller. Which was a great call because alright 8 round metagame 6 of my matches in, that I personally played against were token based decks either just guy token token or um... The Hordling Outburst token, plus one Azban token deck, which I've crushed all of them. Uh, going into there, in all the GPTs, the Jeskai token decks were just breaking loose from the World Cup slash Pro Tour events. Uh, a lot of people point back to <clears throat> some of the Japanese players for developing. <clears throat> that one, going into, this, into that event, in the last week, and at the GPTs and the F&Ms, that spiked up in huge popularity and become, became the most played deck of the last week prior to the BTQ. Since that time, in the past two weeks, the popularity of the deck has has been steady or growing. As Ben has been steady and growing. Between those decks, really, the Sultai Reanimator deck has kind of fallen off. The Mono Red Burn Sly deck has picked up steam with some players, because people, some people just like that style. Uh, but control decks in general... Black, blue, blue, white, Blue, Black, white, Esper. those have all disappeared pretty much entirely uh <clears throat> these games on the f n m side in Southern Colorado has been more primarily focused on token, aggro, and asban type matches, and I would highly suggest those people preparing for this Grand Prix to consider the idea of either Bio blight or drowning Sorrows in your main deck if you're playing asban or if you're playing um the Hordling Outburst decks. Or if you're going to play the red, then I would say Anger and the Gods must be available to you in quantity, as well as an Asban needs to be more concerned with um, handling the Mirror heavier in the sideboard, as well as handling the token decks heavier in the main deck. At least that's my call, my personal opinion. I am going to walk in with a better sideboard for Asban, and I am certainly going to be running in Dr- Drown and Sorrow's main deck still myself. And I intend to uh, wreck some havoc among the uh, GPT or GP uh, metagame with this with that fact knowing that Colorado typically has far fewer people traveling in from out of state than your grant than your average Grand Prix just because of difficulty and time of year that these Grand Prix take place therefore plan accordingly I would suggest reviewing the recent Star City Games deck lists with a focus towards what the token decks have running as well as the winning decks I would also suggest looking at mtgdecks.net as a good source of decks, uh, besides cause, because Wizards doesn't seem to update their standard metagame uh, PTQ results list and hasn't touched it since mid-November at this point, so even the deck that I played is not listed, or the Constellation combo deck that won our PTQ and did not lose a match the entire day, by the way, um, when, which went um, 6-0, and then draw the last two rounds to go in as first seed, and then proceeded to close out the deal. That green, black, white... Uh, almost entirely creature-based enchantment, enchantment creature-enchantment-based deck, combo deck. The other decks that made our top 8 were a Hordling Outburst deck, uh, two Jeskai token decks, my Asban control deck, another Asban aggro deck, and a Constellation deck. I remember, it might have... Is that 7, 8? That's... If that's 7, then maybe there was one more Jeskai deck. In any case, the top, the remaining part of the slots 9 through 16... Were heavily dominated by ascendancy decks and uh, a few hoarding outburst decks, and the rest were were as bands as well. So m- mostly more aggro than it was control. Mine was a control style. Um, yada yada yada. Okay, so with that in mind, uh, other tips for you to remember: MTGO was running PTQs online over the weekend of January 1st, December 31st. That will help. Feed lots of deck lists that will give people a last chance testing to go in who are planning to travel in. Well, that same metagame on MTGO does not match that which which happens to be in Colorado. Colorado's typically the good players are typically two to four weeks behind the national meta game, games and rarely ever duplicate the MTGO metagame. Trust me, I know that from experience. And you also need to remember that typically, and I say especially right now, the Colorado players in general typically run more aggro. They're heavier aggro. I used to say it was roughly a 30% more aggro than your typical deck. But in this case, I would say probably 30% more tokens slash aggro in this concept. But in general, Colorado is just a more aggro aggro field to play in. And if you're coming in as a competent control player, you can do well. But you have to remember, you have to be well-tuned to deal with the fact that sometimes the deck will stumble and... And those of us who used to be the, the heavy control players have basically all given up on Black, Blue, or Esper and have all migrated over to an Asband-type deck just because, as much as we hate to swing with creatures, it's the only way we can win the game nowadays. Other things just to keep in mind, uh, in Denver, there are the we're going to be at the hotel that is basically nowhere near anything of relevance in Colorado. It's 10 miles south of the airport, 10 miles east of town, more or less it is the crown uh the crown plaza it's not a good place there is walking distance food however there isn't anything to do that is colorado non-magic specific in the area of where you're traveling in at and be playing at so if you want to plan for things like that you have to actively have someone who has access to car and a means and motivation as well as an agenda and a time in order to fit that kind of stuff in, or you're going to have to fit it outside of the Grand Prix confines itself time-wise because it's just not viable for going out there to have there. However, if you do make the trouble, there's a lot of excellent excellent places to go eat, like uh, Fiojo Brazil's, which is basically uh, unlimited meat on swords served to your table for a single price. There's other places, that, and and I will swear that As much as uh, Flores may love cats in New York, there is a better sandwich shop in Denver by the name of Masterpiece Deli. It's uh, sort of downtown-ish, but not quite. It's not in downtown. It's on the west side of the interstate from downtown in that area near uh, Central and 16th Street near the Millennium Bridge. Basically, it's literally at the Millennium Bridge on the west side of I-25. Masterpiece Deli is an amazing stop for those who have the time and interest in trying probably the best deli sandwiches this side. I would say in the U.S., if not just this side of the Mississippi, but I think it's on par or better than Cats personally. But there are some differences. These are more custom, unique flavors as opposed to Cats, which specializes in things like pastrami. So, um, with all that in mind, uh, I'm planning to be at the Grand Prix. I've, I'm going to be attending as the, uh, um, I paid for my, um, uh, hundred dollar entry fee the event is being capped at 1300 players if last i checked it has not yet reached that cap on on pre-registrations but if we do we would actually be the largest grand prix that denver has ever seen of the out of four so uh they've already had four previously the last grand prix was a legacy based one which i also day two that playing a humility control deck in legacy and so you know I have to say, at least I have some idea what's going on around here, if I can pull that off with that particular deck, of all things. But with that in mind, this is Road Warrior Otwell. I'm sure I will hear from others. And if you see some of the better players, like, oh, Nick Bonham, The Djinn, or uh, Adam Yost, or uh, Paul Bradford, uh, Be Very wary. they are some of the... uh, better players in the state however the state does have a lot of good average players a lot of solid players it just lacks in marquee talent um, especially since now that connelly woods is basically a non-factor in the local magic scene and doesn't do well locally either anymore um etc 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 all right with that this is road war otwell signing out